Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back to A Positive Place. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, that means you clicked play and that means I fucks with you. And for everyone who's been listening since episode one, thank you so much for your support. Thank you to everyone who's been messaging me, who's been sharing, who's been liking, who's been reviewing. Um, There's someone by the name of Cupid Sylvester. I think that's Sylvia because she has that sexy raspy voice. I appreciate you so much for leaving your recordings Um, your reviews via recording on the actual podcast. You guys don't have to do that, but I love it. Um, You can also leave a review via writing, text, okay? And you can also um, do a rating as well. So guys, don't forget to take advantage of that. That helps me to know whether or not you find the um, podcast useful. But also for those of you who are messaging me directly and telling me that you are finding it useful, um, who are asking me questions, etc. I love the vibes. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for reaching out to me and letting me know how much it impacts you because that was just my main goal. I It was placed on my heart to do it. So I just wanted to get it out and to hear that it's Um, impacting even one person positively means that it's not in vain. So I really appreciate you guys for taking the time out to listen, especially last episode. That one was long as shit. (laughs) But that was Free Game Fridays. I will only be doing that um, every last Friday of every month. But I hope you guys are excited for this new episode. It's really called Happy Monday, but because I'm putting it out on Sunday, I'm going to call this one Happy Sunday Monday. Sunday slash Monday, but I will be putting out um, part two on Monday since the actual episode is really called Happy Monday. So there will be one out today and one out tomorrow. And I hope you guys find it inspiring or I hope it gives you a friendly reminder to get on your shit and make the best of your days because they are not promised to us. Okay. And also, um, it's the new moon. The new moon just started. Well, the new moon was last night you know, but it's a new energy basically is what the new moon ushers in. For those of you who are not familiar with the new moon and, you know, I implore you to go ahead and do your research. Even for my religious people, I know I have a lot of religious followers um, and listeners. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Actually, in my reading that I did the other day, second Chronicles, let me find it. Let me find it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Did I mark it? I don't want to wake up my puppy sleeping, but I'm going to have to wake his ass up. Sorry, Papa. But yeah, let me find it for you guys. Because I was reading in 2 Chronicles, boom, right here. 2 Chronicles chapter 8, verse 12, the offerings of Solomon. And you know Solomon was a man who was significantly blessed with wisdom straight from the source, baby. And let me tell you what his practices were, just in case y'all feel like it's some type of voodoo type shit. It's not. The Solomon, oh wait, hold on. 2 Chronicles chapter... Eight, yeah, Second Chronicles chapter eight, verse twelve. Then Solomon offered burnt offerings unto the Lord on the altar of the Lord, which he had built before the porch, even after a certain rate every day, offering according to the commandment of Moses on the Sabbaths and on the new moons and on the solemn feasts three times in the year, even in the feast of unleavened bread and in the feast of weeks and in the feast of tabernacles. Let me tell you something. This is not the first, second, third, or fourth time. I heard them talking about the moon cycles in the Bible and how how significant that time period is. So if you have never been enlightened to that, 
because it wasn't until I started reading the Bible myself that I learned about them um, being mentioned in the Bible. Um, I would implore you to go ahead and do some research for real, for real, because I truly believe in cycles as much as I believe in seasons. And we just had a new moon um, last night. And that's the time for you to set your intentions because you're going into a new period energetically. We're going into a new month. It's a whole new vibe. So if you haven't done that yet, after you listen to this episode, I, I would definitely suggest that you go down, you, you, you spend some time with yourself and you write down, you know, what your intentions are for this month, what your intentions are for this week, what your intentions are for today and practice living a more intentional life. Thank me later. Okay. And don't forget to light your incense and shit. Like y'all could Google this stuff. Okay. The moon cycle, Google it. You can download the app. But you can also Google it, write it in your little journal, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, so you can prepare yourself for whenever the moon is in whatever phase it's in, that you are currently operating in that same energy as well. I'm telling you, it will propel you forward. I cannot tell you the science behind it, okay? But I just know that it works because it's worked for me, okay? So I just had to share it with y'all. But anyway, I want to welcome y'all to the new cycle energetically. And I know we're in Taurus season now, <laughs> whatever. But, and you know, I, I fuck with a lot of Tauruses. My um, mom is a Taurus. I have one, two, three cousins, I think, that are Tauruses. I have a, who, who else is a Taurus? I think, I, I think, who else? I don't know, child, but I know a few, okay? <laughs> I know a few and you know we're in that energy right now they're very strong willed um they can be kind but they can also be mean but you know Tauruses are usually very thorough so you know use that energy to propel you forward be thorough in your finances if you haven't filed your taxes yet like me go do that shit (laughs) I'm gonna go do it Um, and you know, just get on your shit, get on your shit. We're, we're almost midway through the year, y'all. 2022 is not even playing with us. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope it helps you to implement some new practices and get on your bully and make shit happen before the end of the year. You still have time. Okay. And as long as you're breathing, as long as you have your health, where there's a will, there's always a way. All right. So guys, enjoy this two-parter Sunday and Monday. Remember to come back tomorrow and listen again for the next part of this episode. Love you. Deuces. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Let's get right into it. It should be a Monday for you (laughs) because I'm posting. I'm making this on a Monday and I'll be posting it on a Monday. So happy Monday. If you are not with the Monday vibes, I suggest you get the fuck into it, okay? Because Monday should be a motivational day for you. Personally, my week starts on Sunday, which makes Monday not that bad for me. I think when I used to think, um, my when I used to see my week as starting on Monday, it just made Monday such a hard day, something that I didn't look forward to. It, in my mind, it was just like, oh, it's the beginning of the fuckery. Okay. So um, I think your perspective is very important in every little thing. 
not just the big things in everything in every the way that you look at every single thing is imperative to how your day is going to go how you're going to feel about your day how you're going to feel about your life how you're going to feel about the people around you how you're going to feel about what you're experiencing and you have to tweak your perspective to whatever is conducive to your success it doesn't make any sense you force what works for others into your life if it doesn't work for you. And for me, looking at Monday, I don't know where that came from. I guess probably because of school. You know, school usually starts on Monday. So you're just like, okay, that's the start of the week. Monday. Even if the calendar starts on Sunday, even if for religious purposes, you recognize Sunday as being the first day of the week and Saturday being the seventh for my seven-day Adventists. Um... And, you know, I have that experience because I have Seventh-day Adventists in my family. And then, you know, everybody got a damn calendar. So we know in the calendar or on the calendar, the week starts Sunday. But despite all of that, I guess it's just like the programming from just how things normally work. Back in the day, especially, um, most programs didn't start on Sundays, like all of the good shows didn't come on Sundays. Now I notice you'll see like a lot of shows are on Sundays or shit like that. Events ha- are happening on Sundays, parties on Sundays. Like way back when that wasn't a thing. When nobody going to no damn parties on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Like for the most part, of course you had your anomalies, but for the most part, Sundays was just like the end of the weekend. You're vibing. And your week is going to start over on Monday. The busyness of everything starts on Monday. Most people work Monday through Friday, you know, back in the day. Now it's a completely different beast. But you get what I'm saying? So even if you recognize for you that in a lot of ways the week starts on Sunday, your mind is just set to go into work mode on Monday, which is the reason why most people detest Monday. So it's understandable But I think it's because I was going through it, too. I did not like Mondays. Every time I had to go to work on a Monday, I was just like, oh, the fuck. (laughs) Like, I just I could not stand it. Sundays, I would spend the whole Sunday thinking about the fact that I could not bear the idea of going to work on Monday and how much shit I'm going to have to deal with on Monday All of the fuckery from last week that got thrown off on Friday because, you know, usually in the corporate environment, Friday is like, yeah, it's work. But a lot of people don't do they don't pull their load. So it gets pushed over into the next business day, which is Monday. And now Monday becomes more taxing than it needs to be because you're picking up someone's bullshit from the Friday. You know what I'm saying? You're picking up what they decided not to um, take care of on Friday. You're handling someone else's workload on top of your responsibilities, your normal responsibilities. And it's all coming down on you on that day. So it's usually just not a good day. Some people and then most people don't feel that it's a good day already. So they're on the road and they're angry. (laughs) They're angry. 
They're driving crazy. They're behind. They were drunk this whole weekend. They're not feeling good. They really didn't feel like coming to work today. Like the attitudes are on 10 because they're mad. Like you're just getting it from every end. You feel me? So I don't know if it's because, um, I don't know if it's because my role at work transitioned to an overnight position and because of that I no longer and my schedule changed so I no longer really work for my job on Mondays that's one of my days off so for me it might be a little easier it's like bitch you don't work on Monday you don't understand or you don't work on Monday anymore you don't get it I totally get it because even though I don't work for my job on Mondays I work for myself on Monday. Monday has become my favorite day. It's like my productivity day. It's like my New Year's day every week. It's the day that I wake up and I'm just like, it's Monday. What can I get done? What do I need to do? What do I need to catch up on? What did I not do well last week that I need to take inventory on this week? Let me check my spending habits. Let me check my bank account. Let me check my budget. Let me check... Um, my calendar to see, you know, what might be coming up, what I need to, to, um, pay attention to. Let me set some new goals for this week. Let me see what, um, where I fell short last week and see what I can do to either change it this week or make some adjustments or some improvements, whatever it may be. Monday is just like my day. Like I just love Mondays. And then I think it's also because I don't see the week as starting on Monday anymore for me. It starts on Sunday. So I go into, I don't know, for some reason, Sundays always just seem so beautiful. Like outside is just pretty outside on Sundays. So if you just look at that as your first day of the week, where for most of us, you're not even working technically on the first day of your week. So you're chilling on your first day of the week. You're relaxing. You know, you're probably cleaning, you're probably cooking, do some journaling, get into the habit of preparing for the challenges, especially when you know they're coming. It's kind of like, you know, in school, you know, you got a big exam. Why wait until the day of to start sweating the fact that you you never studied? Like you might as well just throw caution to the wind and just do what you got to do and just fail that test and just go on and don't let it bother you if you're going to wait until the day of the test to prepare. You feel me? Like, what's the point of stressing over it the day of? You know you didn't study. You know you don't know shit. Just do your best and move forward and plan to do better the next time. It doesn't make sense to beat yourself up when you know you had no plan and you definitely did not prepare. But if you have the opportunity, which we all do, because unless you're working at a new job or you know, you're doing something brand new, you have some source of reference. You're able to say, okay, well, usually this is how Mondays go. This crazy ass lady who sit beside me, she's going to come in, she's going to drink her tea, she's going to be farting up the place. I know it's going to happen. So guess what? I'm going to bring my little aromatherm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had a flashback because it was literally a lady like that at one of my old jobs, not my current job, but like my old job years ago. There was this old lady, (laughs) she would come in and, you know, she was from England. So she would drink tea like crazy. Like she loves her tea. I love my tea too. So 
she would come in and I promise you, she had to have like a bowl of tea or something because it's, and it only happened early in the morning. So I knew it had to be her tea, bruh. She would come in with her, her mug, her huge mug of tea, drink it while she's at work. And I promise you, once that thing start hitting the core of her innards, her innards, it was fart city. She was farting for like a good hour. She going to keep farting. And it's like, <laughs> it's the silent fart. Sometimes the silent farts will come out. You know the silent farts be stink. I cannot. <laughs> so it used to piss me off, bro. It used to piss me off. And then, you know, you couldn't really move because we had limited seating in our department. So you just had to stay where you were at. And it's just like, what are you going to do? You're going to be miserable the whole time. You're going to quit your job because you know that these certain things are going to happen and you're you're refusing to prepare for it. No, do whatever you need to do to make these situations more pleasant for you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have the the luxury of just getting up and be like, man, fuck this job and this farting ass lady. I'm out this bitch. Like if you don't have that option, you know, and you, everyone has that option. You have the option to leave, right? But realistically, if your responsibility supersedes, you know, your wants, if your needs are at the forefront and you have no plan to suffice, to, to suffice if you quit this job, then you have to do the most responsible thing, which is to maintain your job no matter what until you get a plan to get the fuck up out of there you know what i'm saying or unless you just don't give a damn and you're just like man forget this shit i'm out and that's a luxury as well because some of us have so many responsibilities if we were to do that something's gonna crumble something's gonna suffer you know what i'm saying some of us don't even have a bank account as a backup which is a problem guys we have to have a savings. You have to have some form of emergency funds. You get what I'm saying? Um, even if it's two thousand, three thousand dollars. Once you get into the habit of saving, that two thousand is not going to stay two thousand for long. If you are disciplined enough to put down two thousand dollars or save till you get to, I don't give a damn if you got to do fifty dollars every two weeks. Whatever it is, you need to get into the habit of saving. And once you do that, eventually you'll get into the space where you're able to save more. Because once you see savings as a bill or your savings as a bill or as a priority, then your mind is going to and your spirit and everything else is going to fall in line to either have you do something that will bring you in more money because now Whatever you were using your savings funds for before is being taken away from that and it's being applied to your savings. That's not money you should be going back into every month and be like, oh, well, let me borrow from my savings and then I'm going to put it back next paycheck and I'm going to borrow again. And I'm okay. Now I owe myself $300. So I got paid. I'm going to put this $300 back in there and put my extra 50 on there. But then I'm going to borrow from myself next week. Like <laughs> that makes no sense. Leave it there. Leave it there. Act like it's not there. But yeah, leave it there. Leave it there and act like it's not there. That's the point.
That's the way that it becomes useful. The only time you should be pulling out of that thing is if you're about to make a money move that's going to double it. You get what I'm saying? And not know, oh, I think it's going to double. Like, no, this is a calculated risk that you're taking with your funds. So you know the chances of you getting at least what you put in back are higher than none. You know what I'm saying? So even if you can't double it, you know whatever you're about to do with this money, you can at least get what, you, what you're taking out back. You feel me? But the goal should always be to double that shit, at least. But that's for another time. Still, the point is, some of us don't have the luxury of just getting up and leaving whatever doesn't work for us. And oftentimes, um, you don't want to run to escapism as your your way of handling situations i'm speaking from experience because that's the type of person i am in the past or i was <laughs> in the past no i don't know what's going on right there hold on guys i'm like working while i talk to you let me see it's a boy boy girl girl boy 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 what was that? Okay, not my problem. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah, in the past, I was the type of person, no matter what it is, it could be a friendship, it could be a job, it could be, I don't give a damn, it could be some shoes, okay? Once that shit don't feel comfortable for me, I'm out. No explanation, nothing. It just has to make sense in my head and I'm out. I remember one time I got a job at the mall. I was young, like 16. I just started being eligible to work. And I was like, all right, I'm about to go get a job at the mall. So I got a job at Guess and in Pembroke Mall. And, you know, they put me in there. I got the job. I never, I never, knock on wood. But I'm not, I haven't had the history of having problems getting a job. I don't know. That's just been a blessing that's followed me my whole life. If I'm applying for that job, you better believe I'm going to get it. Period. Once they call me. I, I don't have no control over whether or not they call me, okay? But once they call me for that interview, that job is mine. So I never really worried about you know, going from one job to the next, like that, I don't know. I, I didn't worry about that. But once again, I was young and my responsibilities were slim to none. So that's a whole different thing as well. But I went to Guess, you know, I'm like, okay, I shop at Guess and I'll get a little 40% discount. I'll be in the mall. This will be fun. I can get a little discount at the food court. All right, let me try this out. So I go to Guess. I apply, get the job, and they put me by the door as the greeter. So I was like, this is all I got to do all day, just greet people? And they were like, yeah, you're just going to stay here and greet people when they come in. So, you know, I'm at the door looking cute. Keep in mind, this is back in the day when everybody used to be in the mall. All the young kids, this was like another hangout spot for all the jits. We in the mall. Whether you shopping or not, we in the mall. So I'm there at the door and these boys pass by and they're like, oh, what's up? I'm like, hi. And they're like, you work here? I'm like, yeah, you want to come buy some stuff? 
And they like, nah, I want to talk to you, though. I'm like, nah, y'all can't sit, stand here and talk to me. Y'all going to get me in trouble. And they were like, all right, we're going to come back and buy something. They ain't never came back. So then some other dudes passed by. And they're like, what's up? I'm like, hey. They're like, oh, what you do? You work here? I'm like, yeah. You know, it was the same conversation over and over. So I'm, I'm cracking up every time it happens. And some guys actually came in the store and we're looking around, but they ain't buy shit. And they came out. So the manager was watching the whole time. Bitch, I'm doing my job, though. I'm still greeting everybody. I'm like, hey, welcome to guests. Like, I'm all the vibes at the front door, bitch. Okay, perfect job for me. Then I'm about to go on my lunch break. I go over. I'm like, okay, we're on my break. The manager's like, oh, I need to talk to you. I'm like, Yeah. They're like, oh, we're going to have you fold clothes when you come back because um, you're talking too much to the people at the front. I was like, am I not the greeter? I don't understand. What am I supposed to do when when, um, the customers walk by and they're trying to talk to me? They were like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. We're just going to put you to fold clothes. I was like, okay, fine. So I go to lunch. When I was younger, I had a temper problem, okay? I have no problem seeing that. So um, I went to lunch and I'm like, you know what you're thinking? You replay the conversation over in your mind and you just like, you start noticing shit like how the bitch was looking at you, how the, how the other um, worker beside her was looking, like they was talking about the shit, like, oh, y'all bitches was probably in y'all feelings very hurt that y'all was probably greeters at a point and nobody was trying to fuck with y'all. Y'all very much upset very much trying to find something (laughs) yeah very much trying to make something out of nothing so anyway i'm thinking about i'm like all right you know what fuck these puss assholes because at the end of the day and what where they really had me fucked up i had just gotten my degree because i graduated college and high school the same year so i was like already feeling myself so i'm like man y'all i don't need this raggedy ass job bitch i got a degree i know none of y'all motherfuckers ain't got no degree i'm selling out in my head okay so then i call my mom because my mom is usually the type to be like she's either gonna be extremely hot or extremely cold so if i'm dead wrong she'll be cold and she'll be like it's not that serious you need to learn how to control your temper or if they tried me, even if it's a little, she's going to be like, no, you need to leave that job there. No, you don't need that job there. But I know where you're at, mall anywhere. Like, you know, it's going to be one of the two extremes. So I call my mom. Ring, ring. She answers. I'm like, Ma, let me tell you what happened. I give her the whole rundown, play by play. Okay, I did the voices and everything. And she's like, girl, you have a degree. Walk off of the people, them job. <laughs> I was like, for real, mom, like right now, or should I just work my whole shit? She was like, walk off of the people that jump. <laughs> so, you know, she, she hyped me up. Cause once my mom on my side, I know I'm all the way right. And I'm gonna go in. Okay. So I went back for my lunch break. I'm excited as fuck. Go back for my lunch break. And the girl's like, okay, so we're going to put you over here to fold the clothes. I was like, um, yeah, I won't be able to continue working for this company. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Walk the fuck up on that bitch. 
And that was it. You feel me? So that's when you're young. You don't really have ex- that many responsibilities. You don't have children relying on you. Like, especially when you're working for a more reputable company and it's going to look good on your resume, that experience that you have from that company, especially if you're tenured and this is the line of business that you want to be in, you need your references or you rely heavily on your references. So you might be a little more apprehensive to just get up and leave a job. You feel me? But you do have the option to leave, even if you give them a two weeks notice, even if you want to go apply for another job and just see what comes back, interview with them, tell your your current job, you know what? I need, I, ha- I have a serious situation. I have to take a week off, go work at the other. I used to do shit like that. You gotta, you just gotta have a plan. You feel me? You gotta think your shit out. If you're really that unhappy, I don't suggest anyone staying somewhere that that they're extremely miserable at for any amount of money. It's not worth it. Your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health is way more important than any dollar amount they can pay you per hour. Because you better believe if you're working for someone, you are getting paid less than what your position is worth. And that's just the way of business. That's how they make their money. You know what I'm saying? So I would advocate for you staying somewhere where you're completely miserable and it's taking a toll on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. But if it's just a situation where this is like a nag, like this is an annoyance, then make a plan and execute. If you have your backed up savings, you know, you've already sent out your resumes. You got a job in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Then shit, clear it on their ass. Give them a two weeks notice. Give them a two day notice. Shit, the, 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 the job already came through. Whatever, like have a plan. Because for me, even if I didn't just walk off a job, because I didn't do that for all of my jobs. But as I got older, what I would do is just have two jobs for like a week or two. I'll go up. Once I see that they get on my nerves... I go apply for another job and, you know, something better. So I feel good about making the transition. And once I get it, I tell my current job, I have this type of situation. Um, I'll need this amount of time off. Request that time off. I go do my week at the other job. See how it's going. Make sure my paycheck hit without no problems. Make sure the hours and everything is exactly what they promised me. See the environment. And then I I bust a move. I bust a fucking move. You feel me? So you have choices, but sometimes it's not that serious. You don't need to get up and leave every situation because there's a little con. There's like 20% negatives compared to the 80% positives that you get from this role. You know what I'm saying? So some things you have to work through and especially if it's not that bad, where it's just shit like people farting in the mornings or your manager is aggy or your coworker who sits beside you that has really bad hygiene or... You know, it's a little drive, but the money is good. Or what are some other things? It feels boring. It feels like like you have no purpose there because I've been through all of those different variations of feelings. You have to find a way to give life to what it is that you're doing every day. 
because nothing is ever going to be 100% perfect. Even when you're working for yourself, trust me, and I, I, I hope my entrepreneurs can attest to this, um, when you are working for yourself, there are days when you're just like, oh, I don't feel like doing this bullshit today. <laughs> and it's that discipline that you've cultivated through your previous experiences that allows you to be able to bring yourself back to a grounded place and recognize that this is something that you've asked for. This was once something you were praying for. And now just because you don't feel like it, you're going to compromise it. Because if every time you decide you don't feel like doing something, that is the determining factor of whether or not you do it, you'll never do shit. You'll never be consistent. And if you're building a brand and a business, you have to be consistent. People want to know that they can rely on you to be present. People want to know that they can rely on you to consistently give them the same quality, if not better, each and every time they interact with you and your business and the services that you provide. So it's essential that you learn from where you are to make the best out of your situation so that when you are where you, where you want to be versus where you need to be, you're bringing with you that same work ethic. Do whatever it is that you're doing now with the same type of discipline, vigor, passion, enthusiasm that you would if it was something that you owned. If it was something that, you know, you're the one that's spearheading. And nothing is stopping you from creating that experience. You don't have to be the boss to dress like the boss. Let the bosses see that they ain't fucking with you, bitch. I bet you end up in a different position a year from now if you go to work looking like the boss, acting like the boss, working like the boss, talking like the boss. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, you're going to catch someone's attention. And it's usually someone who can move you to another position. So all I'm saying is look at everything as practice. You're in the game of life. And every interaction that you have, everywhere that you're placed, it doesn't matter if it's a business or, you know, around a group of friends or whatever situation you find yourself in on a day-to-day basis, look at it as practice, especially if it's something where, you know, it's not as favorable as you would like. These aren't the the friends you dream of, (laughs) These are the friends you dream of. You got that one friend who keep fucking trying you. And you know she, she doing subliminal shit, subliminal posts, side eyes, fake ass jokes and shit. That she knows she really means ill intended. You know what I'm saying? Ill intended types of, of um, feedback that they're providing to you and making it seem as if it's, it's, it's constructive criticism. When you know this bitch is low key hating on you. Like, it's all practice. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's all practice. If you're able to get yourself through that, you can get through anything. If you're able to work with your enemies, which are usually your friends, but that's a whole nother episode. Definitely, you want to make sure that you implement different ways in your life on a day-to-day basis to enjoy, you know, the times that are not as pleasant. Like a Monday. If you have to change your perspective and say, well, you know what? This isn't the start of the week. The start of my week was Sunday and it was a good fucking day. (laughs) Okay. And then, you know, or you you say, you know, well, Monday, we're we're a few days closer to Friday. And you don't want 
don't have to keep waiting every week for Friday to come in order for you to enjoy your, yourself and relax. Who says you're going to make it to Friday? Especially with the way things are going right now. Who says you're going to make it to Friday? Who says even if you make it to Friday, you're going to be in the same condition as you are today? Things happen every day. And I think a lot of times we take that for granted. We think that, you know, I'm entitled to tomorrow. You're not. Or I'm entitled to a t- tomorrow that's similar to today where I have my sight, my vision, my taste, you know, my sense of touch. I have my legs, my arms, my good health. You feel me? Like, that is not promised to you. That can go away in a blink of an eye. A lot of people think, you know, car accident and I die. Well, there are a lot of car accidents where people don't die. They just lose their ability to walk. Or they lose their ability to talk. Or, you know what I'm saying? Life changes in so many different ways. And it's so very precious that it's imperative that you try to remain present in every second of your life. Because every second of it is literally a gift. Not to be corny and, you know, oh, life is a gift. It's precious. But it really is. It really is. It really, 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 really is. And I think a lot of us are seeing that. Or even if we knew before, we're, we're more aware of the fact that we need to acknowledge it on a more consistent basis. Not just when someone dies or you hear something sad about someone. Constantly within your life, you need to be aware that every second that you are breathing, thinking, feeling is a precious moment in your life. Anywho... Some of the things that I've done, because I don't like to talk about things and not provide ways for you to do it. So some of the things that I've done or that I do um, is that on my Mondays, I set up something in place that's sweet. And that doesn't necessarily mean like food. But you know, like when you eat a meal and you feel for something sweet, that type of vibe. So it's like Monday is my meal day where this is the day I go ham. I do my most difficult things this day. So if cleaning is hard for me or cleaning is like not something I want to do, I save it for Monday. <laughs> I don't know. I save it for Monday because I know, okay, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Monday is my crunch day. Monday is meal prep day. Monday is cleaning day. That doesn't mean it happens every week. Sometimes it should, should get pushed off past Monday. It's just the, a way of life. Like Things happen. But for the most part, in the name of um, rituals and consistency, I try to keep everything to Monday. And I'm still working on that because the meal prep shit, I'm very very much struggling with that because I don't like to cook. I don't like nothing about the kitchen except eating. I know exactly what good food tastes like because my mom is a bomb ass chef. She can cook anything, not just a cook. She can cook anything and it will taste bomb. Okay. So I call her a chef and I've grown up, you know, I grew up with her cooking all the time. So I know what good food tastes like, bitch. Okay. But can I cook it? No. <laughs> ah, you might get some soft rice today. Who knows? If it's a good day, you might get some shelly rice. Who knows, dog? I don't know what to tell you, bro. It's Russian roulette every time I cook. At one point, I thought I had my veggie spaghetti down. And then the other day, I made some and the shit was horrible. I was just like, what did I do? 
Because for the longest, I was bomb at my veggie spaghetti. Ciao. So, another thing that I do, I make it my day where um, I start my other types of rituals. Because on, um, on Sundays, I don't do shit. Like, that's my break. Because my life is so very busy. I learned that from one of my... Um, past friends is to like break hard, especially when you're work, like you work a lot like me. I'm a somewhat a workaholic, um, but you need to have a day where you're able to just break really hard. Just as hard as you work, you need to break. So my Sunday is like, uh, bitch, no, no, not doing anything I don't want to do. Nope. So I would never be cooking on a Sunday. Don't know what my children going to do. <laughs> I don't know what my children are going to do. I hope my husband could cook in the future if I do get married. Because I don't even know how I feel about that shit. But, um, I, no. No, thank you. No, I'm not standing over no stove all day on Sunday. Hell no. I'm sorry. Nope. Nope. That's my day where I'm going to sit down. And I might binge watch some shows on Netflix. I might go outside. I might do a little shopping. I have my little cousin right now. I teach her how to drive. So some Sundays I take her driving and we might go outside and go to some little outings or whatever and go to some places and stuff. But I ain't doing nothing I want to do on Sunday. Point blank. If I'm tired and I can't take her this Sunday, I'd be like, listen, boo, can't take you. It's one of them days. Sundays, Sunday is my day where it's... It's a no for anything, for any single thing. If even, let's say, because there was a time I used to meal prep on Sundays, and I'll be like, fuck no, I'm not doing that shit. I'm going to order out today. You know, like I give myself permission to just do certain shit for myself on Sundays because I know the type of week that is ahead of me. My week gets busiest as of Monday. So you have to allow yourself the opportunity to break because you are not a robot and your life is way more than your accomplishments. It's way more than how much you make. It's way more than this job. It's way more than all of the people that you feel like you have to please by saying yes when you know you dead dog tired. Like, no, stay your ass home and chill. Okay. So Sundays I don't do shit, but Monday now. Monday, I make my little list of all the shit I need to get accomplished that week. So what do I need to get done? As soon as I wake up, I do my little prayer to get myself in the vibe of receiving great energy from everything and everyone, including myself. So I wake up, I roll out of bed, I made my little altar to the left of my, well, right now it's to the left, to the left of my bed. I got that from Sacred Woman. Got my little altar over there. And, you know, I have my little Palo Santo. I have my little sage. I got my bamboo plant. I got my little olive oil. I got my crystals. got my Bible. All of that right there. And then I have my little aromatherapy thing right there. My salt lamp. So I just roll out of the bed. Go on my little prayer mat. And I start the day by lighting my Palo Santo. I pray. And I meditate right there in that same space. Oh, and I read my Bible. So I'll read a chapter. I definitely do feel a chapter a day. Keeps the demons away, okay? So I sit there, read my chapter. Then I try to meditate on what I just read. 
And then I just try to meditate and not think about shit. You feel me? And just clear out any little worries I have and walk into my day with a fresh perspective, weightless. You know what I'm saying? I don't want anything burdening me as I go throughout the day. I don't want to carry any bad vibes with me. I don't want to jump up out of my bed miserable. That's why I had to tell my mom to come get her bird, bro, because the bird was making me jump out of bed because the bird would wake me up, dog. (laughs) I would be sleeping. I just hear chirp, chirp, chirp. Like once he's hungry, he starts chirping like crazy. And then he has the, because he's a baby bird, he has this other sound that he makes like you're choking him, but it's just that he's hungry. Oh my God, it's the most heart-wrenching thing ever. He makes me feel like I'm abusing him when all he needs to do is just wait until I get up to give him some food. Like, damn. And he's always hungry because he's a baby, but you can't overfeed him because he'll die. Like, you'll feed him and he'll still be hungry. No, I can't feed you, bruh. You just ate. And I guess it's something similar like that with real children. I don't know. I don't have any. But my nephews, I remember it being something like that. Like, they're going to keep crying, but you can't overfeed their ass. You feel me? So, anyway, I had to tell my mom to come take a damn bird. Because as much as I love the bird, he's so cute. His name is Louie. I think I told you all about him in a, in a previous episode. And I think I made you guys hear him chirping. I'm not sure. But um, she had to come get her damn bird. Okay? But other than that, usually I jump out of the bed and... I do that to make sure I'm in good spirits. You feel me? Then after that, I do some journaling. What I'm grateful for. um, What my goals are for this week. And then I go into my planner and I write down the shit that I need to get done. Um, I look at the week before to see if there's anything that I haven't done that I need to do. I check my finances. I go straight into my bank account. See if anything came in that I didn't expect to come in. See if anything's pending that I didn't expect to pend. Um, see if anything I paid actually cleared my bank account. You don't want to be spending thinking that something cleared your bank account. And then all of a sudden, bitch, now they want to take it when your shit is at $50. Like, (laughs) you want to keep tabs on your money. So you're not just out here thinking, oh, well, I thought you guys took it. But ma'am, did you check your balance? Did you check your balance? We did not take it. Okay. So... You know, you want to keep tabs on that because that's your responsibility. No matter how much you want to call them and ask them to waive your shit, they're only going to waive it, waive them late fees and, and them um, return fees and overdraft fees a few times, a handful of times. After that, it's a habit. That means that there's something you need to be doing. You need to be more in control of your spending and you need to be more aware of what's going on in your account, period. Okay. So I do that, check my bank account. And then Monday is my day where I do my personal inventory. So I go back and I check my spending. Have I been spending too much on food this week? Because I know I ain't cook at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be honest with yourself. Be honest. And I think that's a problem a lot of people have is just being authentic and genuine with themselves about everything about how you spend, about your habits, about your attitude, about how you treat people, about how you let people treat you. You know what I'm saying? About what you think of yourself, about how you feel. Just be honest, bruh. Start your day off with honesty. So the best way to do that is by looking at your finances. Because if you want to lie to yourself, trust me, them numbers don't lie. And they will tell you some real hard truths, bitch, that you have have an issue. 
you have an issue. You have no self-control. You feel me? If you if in your bank account you're negative every two weeks, you have no self-control. I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, well, I don't make that much money. Well, then you need to lower your expenses. You need to understand that you cannot be living above your means. It don't matter what they talk about on Instagram. It don't matter what your friends might think. Don't worry about what they're saying about you, bitch. At least you ain't over here making bad decisions every day to appease other people. Don't do that. Because if they're your real friends, they're going to look for a way to help you, especially if they're in a position that's, you know, financially probably, you know, a better position than you're in right now. I'm not going to ever look at my friend making less than me and be like, well, damn, bitch, I don't know what to tell you, broke ass. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. I'm the type of person to be like, okay, I can give you a job. You want a job? And most times that's hard because you don't want to give your friends jobs. They're the worst employees ever. I'm not even going to talk about that in this episode, but we'll talk about that another time. But, you know, anything other than a job. Like, okay, well, I know somebody who's hiring. <laughs> you feel me? Or let me let me hit up a few people. Let me hit up my connects and see what I could do. Can't make you no promises. But I, I always try to help my friends. So if you're not in a friend group where your friends can see your situation, even without you having to tell them, they can see that financially you're just not where they are. And they're not trying to help you. They're not trying to reach out to you, even help you create a resume, be a fake ass reference for you. Like nothing, bitch. You need to get you a new friend group. You don't need to change and act like shit is sweet when it's not to appease your fake ass friends because they ain't trying to help you no way. And you just put yourself in a hole for no reason. For what? For what? To please these people who don't give a fuck about you at all? No, it don't make no sense. So get yourself into a new friend group or be alone for a little bit so you can understand why is it that you're trying to be in a group of friends with people who don't care about you, who don't want to see you win, who don't care to help you win. Or why are you in a group of friends who ain't doing shit with themselves? You're the only one that's trying. What do you think you're going to gain out of that friendship? Nothing but distractions, disappointments, and disillusionment. Okay, no, walk the fuck away. All right. Do yourself a favor and get up out of that situation. And the issue is, like I said before in my previous episode, a lot of us don't like to be alone. We don't want to be alone. We don't want to look like we ain't got no friends. We don't want to look like the loner. Fuck all that. Okay. Be alone for a little bit so you can get your internal compass together. You can really establish some concrete boundaries. You can really determine what it is that you want from your friendships so that when you really, when you step back out in confidence, it's inevitable that you're going to attract people because you're beaming that out of you. You feel me? You're beaming radiance. You're beaming excellence. You're beaming confidence. You're walking in your own authority. People are going to see that. You know, you never seen somebody in a mall or like you at the grocery store and somebody just walked past you and it could just be a little quick one, two. And you just like, mm, mm. like, you know, there's something about this person. They either smell really good or they have this confident strut or they just look comfortable in themselves or they look like they having a whole ball all by themselves. Like, you know, what I'm saying? you could just tell and they don't have to put on a show. They don't have to be wearing no vibrant colors. They don't have to have on nothing that's, you know, showing too much and 
they, they're not doing the most. They're just out here living and they look like they are happy. They look like they're content. They look like they're at peace with who they are. You can't help but to see motherfuckers like that. I'm sorry. Even if they're quiet, they don't have to say a peep. You're going to notice that there's something different about this person. And that's what comes with walking in your authenticity. You can't be afraid to be who you are. If you are naturally a loud, rambunctious person who has a larger than life presence, be that. Don't cow down so that people can find you less offensive or people can find you to be more agreeable. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, it causes less friction. Like, bitch, if you're around a whole bunch of people who can't stand your personality, you need to get around a different crowd. Period. You need to get around a different crowd. Be yourself. Your best self now. Don't just be loud and stupid. And loud and wrong and loud and ignorant and loud and angry. Okay, because I've been all of those. Okay, I learned. <laughs> I learned my lesson as I got older. Like, you know, and you don't realize it in the moment that that's how you are. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's very seldom that you'll find someone who would want to pull you to the side and be like, Hey, I know you, you mean well, sweetie, but you're coming across as... Uh, uh, uh. You feel me? And then sometimes when you're you're loud and angry, someone saying that to you might get you even louder and angrier. You feel me? Because you're not in the place to receive that message. Um, and sometimes the delivery might not be the best as well when the person really means well. So that's the reason why it's imperative that you make take an inventory of your life and your actions and your thoughts and your feelings priority in your life. That has to be priority in your life. I would say be daily is a good thing, but you know, we're, we're human. So it's not every day you're going to remember to really sit down and go through all of your thoughts and be one with your emotions and have a moment to think and breathe and make sure you're breathing in your nose and out your mouth. And cause a lot of us go through, through the day holding our breath and we don't even realize it. You're not even taking full breaths throughout the day. You're like consciously or I mean subconsciously in a state of anxiety throughout the day. And you don't even realize it. You know, it's like when you come home and you throw your wig off and you're just like, (sighs) you pull your bra off. I don't know what it is for men. What is it for men? (laughs) I don't know what it is for men, but I know for us women... When you pull that bra off, baby, and you pull that wig off or you take that ponytail out, you take them glasses off, you know, whatever it is that you do, bro, or you just get butt naked like myself because I don't like clothes. I don't see the reason to be wearing clothes in the house. I don't get it. <laughs> For what? Why do I have clothes on? I just, I don't get that unless you live with other people. You know what I'm saying? But if, you, if you're if you single and you're on your own, I just... Free ball. Shit. What you got clothes on for in your house? I don't know. But that's not my type of vibe. But you know, for, for to each its own. Okay? <laughs> to each its own. But still, you get the point. It's like this sigh of relief. It's just like... It's the first time throughout the day that you've been able to really take a good inhale. You know, like the doctor inhale where they tell you, deep breath. You feel me? Like, how many times do you naturally do that throughout the day? 
And you know, oxygen is a very important part of your brain function. So you want to make sure that you are taking time throughout the day to do some breathing, especially when you feel tension building up in your body. And that can be in the form of you biting your lip, biting your nails, squeezing your face for for minutes on end. You just in the mirror popping shit. That's just you trying to exercise control because you feel like you're out of control. And I'm telling you this out of experience, bro. I had bad skin for a good amount of time because I had a problem. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support once again. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for part two. Um, You've now entered the rundown. So basically, I just wanted to make sure that I take this time and space to empower anyone who wants to share any information that they have regarding some self-care tips that they might want to share with others or uh, anything that you found helpful for yourself. So don't be afraid to go to my Instagram page at SuccessfulSosh, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S-F-U-L-S-A-S-H on Instagram, okay? Go to SuccessfulSosh under my most recent post, and share with us some of the self-care tips that you utilize. If you have any smoothie suggestions too, please let me know because I've been trying to get more on my smoothie shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to be thick for the summer. <laughs> I'm trying to be thick for the summer, baby. So if you guys have any um, smoothie tips, don't be afraid to share some of your ingredients or whatever the hell recipes or whatever um on my instagram page under my most recent post and like come do all of my picture there my mom told yeah yeah and we need to communicate with each other so share some of your self-care tips um share any good books that you use what are some um good youtube channels that inspire you like come on share the information okay knowledge is power and i want to empower everyone who listens to the sound of my voice to you know do what they need to do to be successful do what you need to do to win okay so Please, guys, go ahead and share your information on my post or under my post. And don't forget to review, 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 share, 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 comment, 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 like, 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 subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Have a great Sunday, guys. Love you. See you tomorrow. Deuces.